Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. So glad you're here. Thanks for taking the time to just press play and share this time together. As always, I wish we were hanging out having coffee together or out on a walk or letting our kids all run around on the playground together and just having this conversation. But since we can't all be at the same place at the same time, I'm glad we get to share this time together this way. I'm really thankful for technology that lets us do this. Before we totally jump into the episode, I just want to share the verse. It's not really the verse of the month. If anyone's been keeping track, you know that I haven't been doing the same verse for a whole month and then switching. Sometimes it's same verse for a long time, or sometimes it's a different one every episode. So we'll just call it the verse of the week, verse of the episode, verse of the day, whatever you want to call it. The main point is just I wanted to be including more scripture in here. So today's verse is 1 John 4, 19, and it says, we love because he first loved us. And I had chosen this verse, but then it really totally ties in with what I wanted to talk about today. And this topic actually just came up at a dinner table conversation with my son the other day. We've been trying to do this like a little family devotional. It's pretty short and it just has like a, a passage to read and some questions. And so it's pretty simple and we don't do it every day, but we're, we've kind of been working on it. So we were reading this and the question was, is it easier to love your parents or to obey them? And that was the question because we were talking about loving and obeying God. And so then it was kind of applying it to your parents. Is it easier to love your parents or to obey them? And my eight-year-old, you know, he kind of thought for a minute and he said, well, if you don't love someone, it's really hard to love to obey. And maybe he even said, if you don't love someone, you can't love to obey. And my husband and I both kind of just looked at each other and thought, wow, that was really profound. And I don't mean to give a false impression that all of our dinner table conversations with an eight-year-old are like this. Um, this is real life here. And honestly, he was just as likely to respond to that question by saying, guess what happened at recess today? And telling us this whole unrelated story. So uh, if that's how your dinner table conversations sometimes go, I don't want to make it sound like we always have these deep spiritual conversations. We'd, we'd love to, but... That's not how it always works with small children. But anyway, he said this, if you don't love someone, you can't love to obey them. And we kind of talked this through. He said, well, if you're just someone's slave and you have to do what they say, 
or you're gonna, you know, get hurt or die or some something, then yes, you might obey, but you don't love to obey. You don't want to do what they're asking you to do. But if you love someone, you really love them. They really love you. You have this great relationship. If they ask you to do something, you want to do it. You love to obey. You want to listen. And man, that just really struck me because I feel like lately I've been thinking, man, why won't my kids listen to me? Why are they not listening about this? Why are they not listening about that? And there's probably tons of layers and tons of issues and there's lots of things we're working on. But I just thought this was an important piece of that puzzle that when my kids feel really connected to me, when they feel like I love them and they love me and things are good with us and we have fun together and we're close, then they want to listen to me. They love to obey, if you want to phrase it that way. And not that they're always going to. <laughs> they're, they're children. They're easily distractible. Sometimes they just struggle to listen. Sometimes we as adults honestly struggle to listen. We just don't have someone telling us to do, telling us what to do quite as often. So maybe it's not as obvious, but I just thought this was such an important thing to kind of consider. So I guess the practical question to ask ourselves is if your kids are having a hard time listening to you and doing what you ask, if things have not been going well in that area lately, not that this is a magic button, but to just ask yourself like, well, are they feeling loved? And not that we shouldn't still expect our kids to listen to us. But I think if, if they aren't feeling loved, if we aren't investing in relationship with them, and then we're asking them to do all these things, they might do it. But it's going to be really hard for them to do it with a willing heart, with a, yeah, sure, mommy, I'll do that. And if they are feeling loved and connected and cherished, then they are more likely to have that. Oh, yeah, mommy, sure, I'll go do that. Because they feel that connection with us. They want to do what we ask because you're close with them. So if your kids are struggling to listen, like I said, it's not a simple issue. It's not a one-size-fits-all. There's only one, one problem, one thing going on. Um, but if your kids are struggling to listen, maybe look at, okay, what have I been doing lately to show them my love? Are they feeling loved? Because it makes a huge difference. If I, you know, my boss says to me, hey, I need you to go do this now. I might do it, but I might not really want to. Um, but if I, I feel respected, I feel appreciated, my boss says, hey, you did such great work on that last project. Can you go and do X thing for me? I feel so much more excited about doing this project when I feel valued and appreciated um, by my boss and we're not our children's boss in the same way but it, it's a similar principle so if you're realizing as I'm saying this as I was when my son was saying it huh maybe I haven't been obviously and clearly and frequently showing my love to my children and then I wonder why they don't listen to me when I say hey go do this so if you're finding yourself in a similar spot, I'm right there with you. 
And so I think a good question to ask ourselves is just, how can I do one thing to just invest in connecting with my kids today, invest in showing them that I love them in a way that they can receive well? And if you know anything about like the five love languages or what your kids' love languages might be, you can kind of tailor this to them. Even if you don't know it in terms of the five love languages, you may know things that your kids tend to ask you for or tend to want or tend to really enjoy you doing with them. Maybe it just looks like, quote unquote, what we call special time, where you just say, okay, I'm setting a 15 minute timer or a whatever minute timer, and I'm just going to play whatever you want to play with you and put aside all distractions. My phone's over there. I'm not going to do the dishes. I'm, you know, I may have to pause the timer if, you know, some other children are fighting and someone gets hurt and whatever, if someone needs a diaper change, any of those kinds of things that might happen. But as much as possible, I'm going to give you my focused attention for this amount of time and play whatever you want. That kind of a special time. Maybe it looks like just setting everything aside, sitting down, looking them in the eyes and just listening for five minutes, for 10 minutes, whatever it is. Maybe they've just want someone to listen to them just like we want someone to listen to us we want our kids to listen to us sometimes they just want someone to listen and I have just seen especially well actually both of my boys really love to talk and they really love to just tell someone and have someone sitting and listening to them and it can feel hard to set everything aside but I think that investment is absolutely worth it another idea another quick easy way to invest in this with our kids is to just snuggle and read a book say hey you can choose any book you want my four-year-old always chooses the longest book we have when I say you can choose any picture book you want no chapter books but just a picture book he goes straight for the like really long Dr. Seuss and if I say two books he picks the two longest ones so be prepared if you're going to let them pick, but maybe you say, hey, I'll read this book to you. Can we just sit and snuggle? Um, or you play a game that they love or sing a song with them, do a little dance, whatever it is that you think might show your kids some love. I think it's usually those small little things that make them feel really loved. And a lot of times it's actually very easy, very simple to do. But, and this is a big but, it requires us to set aside our own agenda for that time, set aside our own desires, our own plans, set aside all the voices calling out to you of laundry and dishes and work things and whatever else needs done. But I think it's so worth it to invest in that relationship, not only because our kids are more likely to listen to us, that is a very nice side benefit. So that's kind of just the question I want to leave you with today is what's one thing you could do to just invest in connecting with your kids today and showing them love and most likely that will result in them being more likely to want to listen to the things that you're asking them to do. I hope this idea was encouraging and helpful to you. As always, if it was, I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend, post it somewhere, just get it out there for other people to listen to and be encouraged by. Thank you so much for taking this time to just be together. I really love that we get to share this time together and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you.